We're back for another Tim Talk. Thanks for coming. Claim your right to be an earth caretaker and go help this earth. Dum -da -dum. <laughs> it has to happen. Please do it. Please do it. Ask yourself the question, what have you done today for the earth? What are you doing tomorrow and the next week? Just something to keep you focused. Remember, Tim Talks are about deep connection with our earth, heart, soul connection, and then taking that connection, putting it into action by going out and changing the world ever for the better. So today I want to talk about bringing alive your senses. In the art of nature awareness and nature observation, as we talk about in our school, your senses are the keys <clears throat> to that deeper, deeper connection to nature. And often your senses are pathways to the spiritual side of nature. Build a relationship up which, with each sense. That is your eyes, your smell, your touch, your hearing, and your tasting. And then we'll talk about the sixth sense in a moment. Now, one simple way to do it in nature is simply to go out and use them consciously. We do use them unconsciously all the time. But if you simply start to build a personal relationship up with each sense, think of them as their own being living within your body. And each one is uniquely special and gifted. And each one can bring beauty and magic and wonder and gifts to you. That if you just open up to it, it's boundless. It's absolutely boundless. For example, some ideas. Our best sense probably for most humans is our eyes. Some of us have bad eyes. We need glasses, so forth. I understand that. But in general, human beings, our eyes... What other predators on earth other than us have great eyes? Um, the big cats, cats in general, dog family, wolves, wonderful eyes, eagles, hawks, things like that. Probably the best of all eyes are, are eagles. I've heard it, it's been said to me that an eagle flying 10,000 feet in the sky can look under the ground and see a little mouse. Man, that makes me jealous. Um, but... So our eyes, we can see far, we can see close, we can see colors, we can see shape, we can see movement. All of that brings this incredible earth into us. It's like it brings it right into us. So your eyes are literally like taking pictures and bringing that beauty into your being. If you start to be conscious of your eyes, and one really cool gift, Free them from your brain. Our brain tries to control what we see. Practice telling your brain to take a break and just let your eyes be free, as you probably enjoy being yourself. You don't want to be over-controlled, neither do your eyes. They will absorb even more. They'll become even better. Look into the shadows. Our eyes tend to not want to do that. Look into the dark. Learn to see at night. By opening our eyes wider, we call it owl vision, where you open your eyes wide and you let in more light. 
and you maybe you don't see sharp but you see more you can actually take your eyes and spread them out and start to see behind you a little bit if you turn your head like this you can actually see like an owl all the way around you. Practice that. Um, sharp vision, where you'll be looking at the broader picture, and then all of a sudden you'll hear something, or a color will get you and call to you, and you go, and you sharpen your vision. Focus, laser focus on it. In general, though, the broader vision is the baseline way of seeing. I believe our ancestors that lived in nature their entire lives Long before cities in the modern world, their baseline way of seeing was probably that owl vision, more wider. Then they go into spot vision on something they would feel or hear or see brighter or more detailed. And another thing you could do with your eyes is look at the detail world. We tend to look at the grand view. I'm a photographer. I love the grand view. Don't forget about the flower at your feet. Don't forget about the insect at your feet, the rock, the patterns, the shapes, the colors, all of that and the detail. Look at, look at the patterns on water. Look, see if you can see through water. Exercise your eyes. Make them better. They can become a thousand times better. And what happens is your world becomes more amazing. You get more connected through the heart and through wonder. It's a win-win. And when your eyes see things that you don't want to see, well, you can turn them off if you need to. You can take a break. You can always close them. But often going through it and even seeing difficult things is really important um, to do. Okay? Build a relationship with your eyes. Practice, practice. Conscious practice. Um, smell. Smell is an amazing thing. Um, I just stop and I think... Miracles, I think of smell or I think of taste, all of it really. <clears throat> smell, I mean, to be able to just smell something coming across the landscape, like a flower, what an amazing thing um, to be able to do. So take plants and put them to your nose and smell or Go down to them and smell. Smell rocks, smell water, smell the dirt itself. One of the best things you can ever do is grab onto a hunk of dirt that's composting and you pull it up and you smell literally the making of life. Dirt is the making of life. All life depends on dirt, compost. That's an incredible smell. Force yourself to smell bad things sometimes, like a rotting animal in the woods that you come across. You know, learn to learn to do that. But again, you can turn it off if you have to. You can go like this, or you can walk away. But smell is just I think it's a miracle. And then I go to taste, another sense. I go, I mean, what brings you greater joy in life than tasting things, like particularly good food? I mean, I think of myself when I eat, I, I moan and I go, mm, 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 mm. I mean, it makes you so happy to eat and taste. I can only imagine, you ever watch a young kid or when they have their first taste of sugar and they go, oh, I know sugar's not always healthy for you, but man, it sure does taste good. And then you think about all the different tastes, what I love to taste versus what you love to taste. It could be different. But then there's certain things that are universal we both love to taste. In nature, taste every plant that you can. Uh, learn edible plants, of course. You don't want to eat poison oak and other stuff like that. But tasting is another way to deeply, deeply connect
to our earth. Taste dirt. Um, it's pretty unique. <clears throat> and then, so I've gone through tasting, I've gone through smell, and I've gone through hearing. Um, feeling. Feeling. Oh, man. Think about the end of those fingers. You can feel. Just rubbing your fingers. You rub a plant. You rub a tree. You put your hand on it. You put your face on it. You put your arm, your leg on it. Each part of your body feels differently. Um, your whole body, you lay down upon a meadow or a soft, mossy area or in dampness or water and ah, oh, to feel. What feels better than getting your body fully emerged in water and letting it engulf you and hold you and caress you with the current or the lake and feeling that, oh my gosh, it doesn't get any better. Feeling the wind come across the landscape into you, blowing its good wishes into you, feeling the advancing storm coming, um, feeling the heat of the sun when you're cold and you go, ah, oh, what is, is there anything better than that? When you're cold, the sun comes out from the clouds. And you just let it come into you. That is the best moment in life, right? That's good stuff. And the more you acknowledge it in your brain, through your senses, through your feeling, the more you, all of these things, you, you acknowledge them. You bring them alive within you. And you learn so much more. You connect so much more deeply to our earth. Feeling with your feet. Your feet are just incredible. We're going to talk about that more in a bit. Your feet are incredible how they feel. So I'm forgetting one. I got, I've, I've talked about <clears throat> smell, taste, um, hearing, no, seeing. I haven't talked about hearing. Thanks for being patient with me. There's another one. Hearing. I mean, you want to be, you want to hear as well as a deer? You know, deer have giant ears, right? Because They've, for many reasons, but the main one is there. A lot of predators eat them, so they got to hear well. So they got the big old cupped ears, so they can receive sound and hopefully realize a mountain lion's in the area before it realizes they're there. Practice deer ears. You honor the deer by doing this, and you hear many, many times better. You can go like that. You can go like that. Um, hearing. Listen to the individual sounds that nature has. Like the bunny rabbit out there eating the manzanita bush. The sound of the wind. The sound of a bird chirping or singing. Um, the sound of a bee buzzing by. sound of a breaking branch. Each individual sound. Try to, try to guide yourself with your ears to where the sound's coming from what the sound is. And even if you don't know, it's okay. Ask the question. This is an important thing I'm going to throw in here. It's more important to ask questions than to get the answer. The answer is wonderful, and it's always good to have it, but you have to ask questions. And it's in the curiousness, the curiosity that comes from the asking, that eventually the answer comes. And even if you don't think it came, it came in another way. So ask questions directly of nature, of the spiritual side of nature, of trees, plants, animals, things like that.
once you've listened to all the individual sounds you can, <clears throat> and bring them all together and let them play their symphony orchestra. It's like being in a philharmonic and listening as all the horns and the drums and the piano and the guitars all play together. Oh, what a concert, right? And as you learn to listen to sounds and the symphony, nature will tell you things. Like if the symphony stops, maybe there's a predator by. Maybe there's a big bear or a mountain lion. If an individual sound starts, maybe it's going to tell you where something is. So you can go connect with it. Um, maybe it's going to tell you where some, it's going to tell you that something's in trouble. So you can be more aware. Maybe you'll see something more amazing happen. A natural history moment between animals and nature or something like that. Um, sounds sometimes can be terrifying. Just last night we had a thunderstorm here. And I mean it went on for two, three, four hours. And our dogs, two of them, were just terrified. The sound was so scary for them. I loved it personally. But if, if bolts of lightning were striking the ground near me, I don't know how much I'd like it. And that so there's there's all those kind of sounds. Now, granted, the more you bring your senses alive like this, the more you have to ask yourself the question I'm talking about in nature. If you go in the city, though, I still think it's important to bring your senses alive. You may not want to hear honking horns and things like that, people yelling and things, but you can you can monitor how you let your senses um, come out in the city. But if you develop them well in nature and you bring heightened senses to the city, um, it can make your city life more amazing too. And you'll be more aware of what's happening in the city so that you can find ways to enjoy it and live and survive in cities too. And hey, I love beautiful architecture. I love trees in cities, parks. Um, I love colors and paint. I love unique clothes people wear, way people have their hair, the different hues of skin on people, the way their eyes are shaped, the sizes of them. I love to watch people walking who are in love together and feel that. So, you know, you can, if you leave your judgment out, this can heighten every aspect of your life. Now, the next sense, which is a whole other conversation itself, I'm just going to lay the foundation and then we'll get into it, is your inner vision. Um, some people call it your intuitive side. And this is where, once you heighten your senses, you go to this place. Now, I can't, this is part of the mystery I've talked about. I can't scientifically explain this to you. But you go to this sixth sense, which takes you to the spiritual side, the essence of all life, the essence of the earth. And that's when all kinds of wild, crazy things can happen. You can see, feel, hear, touch, taste, and so forth. Um, and that's the jumping off point, in some ways, for the deeper part of the human earth connection, the existence of all things. It's different. I, I think of it as like going into different layers of our universe, if you would. That's all waiting for you there. So don't, don't ever underestimate the power of your ability to connect much deeper than your brain can conceive. It's very much possible to do. Sometimes it helps to go into meditation. We should talk about that too at some point. Deeper meditations. And that will take you to places. 
Sometimes it helps after you've had experiences. If you're keeping a journal, which I recommend, just write it down. It doesn't have to make sense. It might make more sense next year, 10 years from now. You know, that's when it might make more sense. But write it down. And in the writing it down, it makes it more powerful within you. It lives within you. It becomes living. All of this ultimately brings you to a deeper relationship with nature, a more profound, enjoyable life. Um, you're able to make better decisions because of it. And ultimately, hopefully, you take on becoming an earth caretaker and you fight for our earth and you live in a way that cares for our earth. Hope. Oh.